1: In Northwest Arkansas, Kevin Bohannon. I'm Randy Rainwater from a very special occasion today, honoring the 2024 national champions, the Harding Bison. Bison or bison? It's bison. Bison.
2: bison yeah.
1: And uh, for some reason, Kevin, you're not getting much. I'm not getting much noise out of you. Let's try it again.
2: Yeah. Bison. Yeah. I might have to change.
1: Yeah, I
3: thought I, I thought bison was plural. I thought bison was plural. I could be wrong.
1: Well, either way, Harding bison or Harding bison's—does it matter, Gino?
4: It does matter. It's bison's with an S.
1: Ah, with
3: an S. Yeah, not when not I good. did
1: Carlisle high school football, it was bison.
4: bison. Carlisle is bison. Harding is bison's. And why is that? Um, You know, I don't know.
1: Okay. I I thought that would be a really difficult question. To absolutely. I'm sure
4: somebody here does, but not me.
1: This is a very special day, Gino. When I look around in this new indoor facility, even though I am freezing to death, uh, it's better than outside. I will say that without any question because it is cold outside. But um, I don't know if you still pinch yourself, but I keep saying it. And the more that I say it, the more that I believe it. That is, Harding is the national champions of Division Two football. And they rolled through the playoffs. Have one Grand Valley that was the nail by The a close one. Well, they actually had Block another field game goal. that they had to have. Yeah, that was earlier. Yep. And uh, anyway, it, it turned out to be one magnificent run and as it turned out against the colorado school of the mines that was not even a contest it may have looked early but poor harding just did their thing and and now they are the national champions of Division Two?
4: Yeah, it's amazing. And I'm going to tell you, the whole town of Searcy, uh, they may be here tonight. They, The whole town may be here. I don't know. We are so proud of them. And, you know, uh, we've got a great relationship with Harding at Sonic, and we just are so proud of these guys. Uh, I was talking to Paul Simmons the other day, and I said, what were you thinking before the before the national championship game? He said, man, I just thought it was going to be a nail-biter. I thought it was going to be a tough. He said, I never dreamed or envisioned it would be the game that it was, but we are we are just so proud of these men, um, proud of this team, and we're proud of what they represent. I mean, they represent everything good, uh, and they do it so well, and we just are so proud of them.
1: It is called the Brotherhood. Now. I gave you an assignment. Did you accomplish your assignment?
2: <laughs>
4: no, I did not. <laughs> and I'm so sorry. I oh. you know, I, I asked a couple of people and they said, you know, sure, let me just I'll get him on speed dial. But no, I could not get Kevin Costner to come on air with us today. Uh dad gummit, sorry. That's maybe, all right. Maybe we, somebody we will, yeah. so so yeah. we've got Kevin instead. <laughs> we got Kevin Bohan instead of instead Kevin of, Costner. Yeah. And and we got Rick Schaefer, you know, and that I don't know how you can get much better than that.
3: Kevin definitely outscores Kevin Costner, I guess.
4: <laughs> he wasn't in Field of
3: Dreams. I'm sorry, Kevin. I wish you would have been in that movie. Yeah, that's I okay. Was
1: I was, I was trying my best not to even tease about it, because I didn't want to get my own hopes up. Yeah. But uh, nevertheless, you, it's okay, Gino. Yeah, so I
5: appreciate you. Sometimes appreciate you. you. Yeah.
1: Sometimes it works. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't work. We were do that. We wanted to do that as a surprise. To Paul, because yep. uh, he duck hunts and other things with uh, Kevin. In fact, uh, Mr. Costner. But um, my understanding is he got a congratulatory text and yep. so forth and so on. And and uh, they are actually—I mean, this is not make believe. They are actually friends. Yep,
4: he's been to Cersei a couple of times. To go to go duck hunting with Paul, I think, from what I understand. And um, it's a pretty pretty neat relationship there, you know.
1: Rick, what would be? A DHR event
3: without food. Well, and no event where you ever attend is a, an event without food for you.
1: Well, now, I mean, DHR Sonic is yeah. is they're they're pretty special. Hey,
2: they've gone you know? national championship level with this stuff too. I mean, this, oh, really? This is
3: next level.
1: Yeah. Yep. Now, Gino, you you were telling me about some new uh, add-ons to the wonderful Sonic menu and when i read the first one i was doing really good until i got to the third word and i thought what rick have you ever had i know you're a regular uh to sonic yeah a peanut butter bacon shake
3: you butter bacon no i've never had anything with ice cayman if you'll
1: turn if you'll turn oh. rick's volume up
3: just a little I- bit I have never had anything with peanut butter and bacon in it. And I've never had anything with uh bacon and ice cream. No. no. It's
4: delicious, Rick. You're gonna to have to go up no. there and, and go see one of our sonics up in that area. <laughs> I don't and believe it. Yeah, yeah. Bacon, and, and and I'm gonna tell you it's delicious. Sweet shit. and sweet it's, and savory, Rick. It's
1: unbelievable, Rick. <laughs> I
4: want
3: you to make I love it believable. A lot of things at Sonic. I'm sorry, I may not try that one. I, I like a lot of things there, but uh, which would probably now, make me want to order those first. So, have you
1: tried this one yet? Okay, the peanut butter <laughs> bacon cheeseburger. <laughs>
4: No, I now Rick, you know that Elvis, you know that Elvis Presley liked peanut butter on his banana you know, sandwiches.
3: Well, I'm glad for him. I'm just a regular guy. Cheeseburgers are fine without all that other stuff on them. I like those. Uh, yeah, they are. They are delicious.
4: Hey, and the yeah, that's okay. Or, I will make you as many cheeseburgers with. Yeah, I'll make you as many cheeseburgers without uh, peanut butter that you want.
1: <laughs> all you got to do is come to the Sonic
3: Blast, that's that's right. right. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, those are our
1: specials
4: this month. We got a peanut butter bacon uh, cheeseburger, peanut butter bacon shake. We got the mm. buffalo chicken dipper bites back, and man, one of my favorite sandwiches that we've got of all time is the the quarter pound double cheeseburger, Kevin. And we got that thing for That's my go-to. For, Yep, for this month for yep. a dollar ninety nine. Right now at Sonic, so we're excited about that.
1: Has, has the dollar ninety nine foot long. Put long Coney. Is it is it over?
4: Uh it, it ended Sunday, but we'll make you a full price Coney, Randy, if you come by <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
1: that with chili, cheese, and jalapeno. Good stuff. Oh my goodness gracious. And and Reed has got me hooked on the chili
2: tots.
4: Yep. Yep, they're so good.
1: I did not realize
4: how good. The chili
2: cheese tots? Yeah.
3: Yep. Mm -hmm. Drizzle drizzle
4: a little mustard on them with some onions and jalapenos, and it'll change your life.
1: Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I am so boom. Count me in. And um, so this, Gino, we were talking just a moment ago about all of the accomplishments that Harding has accomplished this year. It was achieved in the championship game and I I'm I'm thinking it may have just kind of gone over some heads, but rushing for over <laughs> 6, sixty thousand yep. yards in a season. Randy,
4: if you look over there to our right, there is a photo opportunity and it says sixty one sixty. Yep. and that's how many rushing yards they had in one season. That is cool. And we got five Yeah, we some of these, We got some of these guys coming over. So I'm going to get off the air because you got some special guests coming. But you'll see 6160 all over this place, Cam. And so I'm going to I'm going to step aside and you're going to get some of these guys in right. here. We appreciate you guys being here. You can,
1: can you tell us live radio when I just yelled out <laughs> Cam's name? All right, there he is come on in here young man now I, I am I am going to ask you to do something that I ask of of uh, NFL stars and you name it okay well he puts the headset on okay there's turn the headset okay this is my special book and I ask all guests to sign it and I'd like for you to sign this book you can go ahead and have a seat, Nate. And, Nate, and put it right there. Yes, and then I want you to put Bryant, Arkansas, because you're a, a proud <laughs> Bryant Hornet. And then I want you to go with the Harding Bisons over here. Yes, sir. But then last but not least, you got to put over here like all-American.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> not,
1: not all city. Yeah. Uh, all state. Not, not all, state. all state. Not
2: all region. All-American.
1: All-American. So, Nate... Have you yet? Has it dawned upon? When did it dawn upon you that you are a national champion?
5: Uh, I'm still waiting on it. It's
2: kind of
5: <laughs> <laughs> you walk into here, you know, you see uh, the national championship, you know, I wear the shirt, and uh, it's just it's something that you know hasn't really dawned on me at all. I'm just I'm a, I played a football game with all my guys and we won, and you know, I've do- we did it 15 times in a row, so it didn't really feel too much different for me. But you know, it was a blessing to win.
1: Now, it all started, I want you to go back to your beginning, so to speak, your roots at Bryant High School. Oh, yeah. You were used to winning there. You had a tremendous career at Bryant. What did that, how did all of that help you when you moved on to the collegiate level?
5: Um, I I know that Coach Simmons, uh, he looks for winners. So... Uh, if you're coming from a winning program uh, and you're like someone that can fit into this program, he's gonna come and get you, and that's something that he told me. So I think just the uh, the expect the expectation of winning uh, was uh, something that really helped me because Brian, that's what they instilled in me: being tough and expecting to winning no matter no matter what happens. So uh, I think that's that's something that really uh, came in uh, came into play for me here.
1: Now, now you, when I say you, we. Defense. We hear this after let's say a championship is won mm-hmm. and they say, "Oh, I love my teammates. Oh, I love my coaches." Yeah. But that resonates though here at Harding because of Coach Simmons mm-hmm. and his brotherhood. Yeah. Talk about the, what that means to you the brotherhood.
5: Man, I, I I guess I'll take it back to uh, Brian. You know, I always thought, you know, I wasn't, um like, after high school, you think that that college, uh you know, team thing wasn't never going to be as close as you were with the guys that you grew up with. Mm-hmm. And I came up here, and uh, I got introduced to the Brotherhood uh, from day one, just meeting these people that, you know, uh, just poured into you like like they were your own family from the jump, freshman year, whenever I wasn't contributing, like, as much as I could have or just thought that, you know, maybe I'm a bust, it didn't matter, it wasn't uh, based off of production, and uh, that's just something that was just, you see time and time again up here, and then uh, just the way the coaches uh, really are vulnerable with you in those times, uh, just to tell you, you know, the truth, to tell you how they feel, to tell you their relationship with the Lord, and then just to uh, also... Just being in your corner, literally letting you step on their back, on their neck, to uh, raise us up. I mean, uh, the brotherhood is uh, definitely something that can't be replicated anywhere else. So it's uh, it's uh, definitely a blessing.
2: Nate, we we've talked about the sixty-one sixty 60 in the offense. They put up over 400 yards a game. But I want to talk about the defense. And you, you shut down the Harlan Hill winner, the Harlan Hill finalist in the playoffs talk about the defense and just taking that brotherhood a step further how y'all were so dominant this year
5: man uh, I think we had the luxury of being together for so long you know especially since uh the COVID year happened and right. like, we just uh, basically had two spring balls mm-hmm. and uh and that was pain right there I tell you <laughs> so uh just just being there and uh being with the same guys and uh I think Everybody knows a winning program is uh, based off you know longevity of those players staying there. Right. And uh, that was, I, I came in with a couple of guys that are still in D line, you know, and uh, that just made it like those hard moments that we had where we were like, oh man, we might lose this game. And even last year when we we went nine and two, and that was a heartbreaker for us. Uh, it's just those experiences that we had just just made this year feel like it was destined. Uh, I I tell you, we uh, we went through. That was our crux right there, and uh, yeah. and I think uh, this was just an accumulation of, you know, the love we have for each other and uh, how hard we fought for each other.
1: I'm going to put, Rick, I'm going to put a star besides Nate's name because I did not realize he had such excellent taste, Kevin. You notice the hat that he <laughs> Absolutely. wore Absolutely.
2: He's got a New, Yankees York, fan. a New York Yankees hat I don't know. It might uh, go with the outfit more than anything else, but we'll, we'll say that. Okay, he's a Yankees uh, no, fan. No, he's a Yankees fan. <laughs> Yankees fan, yes. <yeah. laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Juan Soto, remember that. Um, when you went playoffs is obviously a... Whole different animal unto itself. Win or go home. Yeah. Take us through the playoff march because it took a block extra point in order to win one game, mm-hmm. then another game. I mean, it was a defensive yeah. struggle. I Seven
2: mean, to six. You thought it yeah. was a. It was
1: an
5: exciting game, but take us through that that playoff journey. Oh man. Okay. Uh. That first, you know, we got to buy, and then we started. We played Central Missouri. Um, a, lot, t- a lot
2: of tradition. Yeah, yeah.
5: I, I tip my hat off to that QB. Um, I've, I've never played against to a to QB like that in my life, and uh, just to see that man work was something special. But um, I can honestly say that was probably the hardest game I played ever. in My college uh, career was uh, that second round game, and I think a lot of the other guys would agree. Uh, but. I mean, I've never been that tired. <laughs> I and mean, I've never gone against a, uh, an air raid before. Yeah. So that was a... It's constant pressure. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, that, that constant pressure, just trying to get there and then not being successful. I mean, I was so frustrated. We're sitting there bargaining. Dude, just just hold the ball a little longer. <laughs> you know, but um, that was a hard game. And the offense really, really saved us, stepped up, and lean, and we got to lean on them. And uh, Gage Price, you know, he, he's a... He's notorious for blocking kicks, so you know uh, uh when we came down to that little kick there, you know i'm thinking i'm I'm like, please God, like <laughs> please stop <something> happen <laughs> i'm cramping I'm cramping up since uh the third quarter I'm cramping up i'm I'm getting so tired, I'm just like we have to go overtime, you know, I'll give everything I got, and I know everybody else will, but gage, do what you do, so uh that was a a great way to end the um Second round and kind of an eye opener to okay you know it's always fun to play in those dog fights, but I love playing the dog fights where you know it's not the defense's fault you know yeah uh, but then here comes Grand Valley, <laughs> <laughs> I mean you're in there and you're like okay we're seeing a great offense and now it's time to see a phenomenal defense and phenomenal offense as well and um, so we go in to play these guys and I'm watching. Uh, they got um, a safety uh, pressed up. I'm watching the offense go. And he's uh, kind of crowding the line, and he's covering the dive, and he's also covering, you know, the pitch at the right. same time. And I saw, that, I saw that speed. I was like, oh, my Lord. I said, this is going to be a spectacle of a game. And uh, it just was—it was really fun because they were talking a lot of stuff. So you know, uh, especially to the defense, uh, and like we don't get that very much, especially in the GAC. <laughs> so um, they were uh, talking to us, and you know, we're we're competitors, and uh, I felt like uh, our D- defense, our defense and our D line, you know, we love whenever we're going against Giants. They, that's what they said. They said they were way bigger than us, and they were. And uh, we. I think that's kind of the epitome of, like, D2 is, like, uh, the small fry. You know, yeah, the small they look fry. like a,
2: a Division one line. Oh, they were yeah. huge on both sides of the ball. 300, 320, yeah. yeah. They were regularly oh, outmatched, you know, oversized. Man, yeah, yeah, they
5: they definitely were. But, you know, one thing that I can uh, confidently say about RD line is we're going to hit you in the face. And uh, I you saw that all night. And, uh they scored six points, which uh, we didn't even want them to score that. But we're grateful that all they scored was six points because we were we were on, and our offense just kept on going and going and going and going. And you know, I, I've never seen anybody you know wear down our offense. So uh, I, I'm glad we won, and I'm you know uh, then goes to uh, you know the championship and. Uh, Oh, Lenore Ryan. I mean, yeah, Lenore Ryan. That was
2: a scrimmage game. Uh, That
5: was a game. (laughs) (laughs) That was
2: a scrimmage game. I knew right then y'all were going to win. I mean, it just kind of set everything up because Arkansas teams have done good, gotten to the playoffs, and then bowed out. I knew after those first two games it was done. And I know Coach Simmons would never have y'all say that, but the last two games you outscore them
5: 93-21. Grand Valley. Was the championship yeah, game? Yeah, man. Uh, we we said this. We said uh, Central Missouri was the best offense we played all year, and Graham Valley was the best defense we played all year. And uh, that's and then we played uh, Lenore Ryan, and um, man, uh, it did feel kind of uh, like a we were, like so grateful like that we performed that way, but it was uh, anticlimactic. I think you know just after playing those two games, it's like. It's like, oh man, like what's the next monster that we're gonna have to overcome? And then uh then we get to the state uh championship game. I'm thinking about the state championship. <laughs> <laughs> I said not all
1: state, not all city.
5: <laughs> but the national championship and now uh we're thinking uh we believe in ourselves. I mean we believed in ourselves the whole entire time. And uh I don't think anybody went in that game thinking you know, it was going to be a blowout. I don't think anybody went in thinking that, but I I could tell you everybody thought we were going to win that game. Everybody knew we were going to win that game, uh, especially, you know, in the locker room. Everyone, uh, everybody just, uh, the way we practiced that week, the way we had focus, the way we just loved on each other, the way we, when we had chances to have fun, we had fun. And then when times we had, uh, had to be serious, we were serious. And it was a pony show, the uh, whole uh, national Championship. Uh, those three days of just going to different places, which is uh, kind of frustrating, but you know it's a part of it because you know you just want to play the game, play yeah. the game, play the game. And uh, once once we put those pads on, man, you could just fill in the air. And after that first drive, and they scored on us, it's like we it's like we gotta uh, bully ourselves, you know. Yeah. And then it's just like okay, you know, bend don't break. And uh, we saw that our offense just.
6: You unstoppable know, just do yeah. things
5: that just uh, do what they've been doing all year so after that happened we were like okay it was like this is gonna be a fun game and uh just to describe the you know that whole this whole playoff trip the whole national uh, championship to describe it and like um, I just say it was a, a blessing and it was just so fun and it was worth it
1: Awesome, my friend. Congratulations. Thanks, Nate. National champion, Nate Wallace. Congratulations, my friend.
5: Yeah, I appreciate you. Thank you so much.
1: All right, we will step aside for a moment. Rick Schaefer, Kevin Bohan, and I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue. The celebration continues here from Harding University. Stay
7: tuned. The 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn is giving you a chance to win some exciting door prizes. Listen for the Big Buck Sounder for your cue to call in and qualify to win a Hunter's Refuge Browning A Bolt Rifle, a $1,000 gift certificate from Hunter's Refuge, or an Arkansas Game and Fish Lifetime Hunting License. The Arkansas Big Buck Classic, January 26th through the 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Brought to you by Bradford Marine and ATV, Tracker Off Road, Hunter's Refuge, Remington, Taka Hunting Gear, and outlaw beer
8: hello folks it's frank fletcher from the fletcher Dodge store here in sherwood for the past few months we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars and the response has been great we really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. This is Pat Bradley for Wick Davis Lumber Plus. What are your goals for the new year?
2: planning on updating your home or is this the year to break ground and finally build the home of your dreams start the process with a lumberyard that has been in business for over seven decades with davis can recommend a top-notch contractor to get your home building or remodeling process started they know the world is full of choices and appreciate it when you choose to place your trust with them with davis lumber plus a trusted lumberyard for over 70 years
9: New Year's means new equipment for you and your loved ones from River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealers in central Arkansas. Start your countdown at River Valley Tractor with big savings on Kubota compact tractors and implements built to last you through all your seasons. Bring in the new year with River
10: Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Visit RiverValleyTractor.com today.
7: What's better than getting something for free? Winning. Woo-hoo! with the five buck bundle from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery? You get the chance to do both. For five bucks, you get three tickets. A Powerball ticket with Power Play, a Mega Millions ticket, and a free Natural State Jackpot ticket. That's three ways to win. So ask for the five buck bundle today. Bundle is eligible with Pick Picks only. Offer ends February 29th. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. At Arts Marine, we just called in our latest flock of hunting boats.
1: Look at these ambush boats by Legend Craft—the perfect style and function for years of successful hunts. How about letting us customize a well-built boat for your particular needs? Bury any of our boats with a Tatsu outboard. All the boats at Arts Marine are rugged, and our selection and prices are unmatched in Central Arkansas. We also offer full service on ATV. So before you hit the deer woods, come let our certified technicians
7: make sure you don't have any breakdowns this fall. Get in now before these deals fly away. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you.
0: Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports, much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back once again to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz
1: Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Kevin Bohan, and I'm Randy Rainwater. Once again, thanks to the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins for getting us here today. In Searcy, honoring the new national champions, Harding Bison's of uh, Division Two football, First Security wants to extend their congratulations. This, oh, by the way, is the home base for First Security based right here in Searcy even though they have 75 plus banking centers and all the ATMs and all the others they are homegrown they are home-based right here in Searcy and they are ready to serve you and their community so they want to take care of communities just like they take care of customers so be sure and stop by your local First Security branch and take care of any business that you may need or have And be sure to tell them we sent you. And they, again, want to say congratulations to this great group uh, from Harding University, Division II Champions, uh, just barely crowned a little bit over a month ago. And, uh, Kevin, we are joined now by one of the bruising, I'm talking about toughest, linebackers I think I have ever seen yes, sir. and Rick he says and I and I grilled Clark a few moments ago so Clark <laughs> Griffin I grilled him a few moments ago I said okay Clark how much do you weigh 180 wow. I'm like wait a minute Good. where where is it you got it hidden <laughs> and he said uh, how tall are you oh, uh, They list me six foot I said no I think you're closer to five nine um, he transferred in from the University of Alabama. Wow. So Clark, tell us your journey to make it here to Cersei from the University of Alabama.
9: Yeah, so I played at Alabama my first two years coming out of high school I just I wanted to go to Alabama and I got the opportunity to be an invited walk on, so I did that for two years and after my second year when we got back from indianapolis i just kind of decided it's probably it's time for something new and i want a chance to get on the field and make a make an impact on the field so i uh, was recruited to come up here Uh, i've got some family members who have played here and so i decided to come here and i think in the spring of 22 so yes sir and you got one more
1: year of eligibility that's what's great Uh, yes sir Talk about the journey now that you're here. I mean, was it kind of how you envisioned or dreamed? Did it, I mean, it, it,
9: I can't imagine in realistic terms your dreams include a national championship, though. Yeah, so when I came here, kind of the main goal was to get on the field, and obviously at the, like, everyone's goal is to win a national championship. And I knew we were kind of uh, on the brink of winning one. After last year, coming into next year, I felt like we had a bunch of returning pieces and a bunch of people that, um, If we if we played like we can play, I feel like we could win a national championship. So coming into the year um, after last season going nine and two, we just there was just a few things that like we just we just weren't finishing. And they, I mean, I think we lost two games by combined like seven points. So it was obviously the little things, and we got those fixed last off season and rolled into this year and won the national championship. So it's pretty special.
2: Clark, we talked to Nate about the run that you guys had in the playoffs, and the one thing that really stood out to me was how fundamentally sound, how gap sound you guys were. Is that just because of experience, or is it just instinctual?
9: Um, I think it's a lot of experience. It's a lot of um, coaching, film study, knowing kind of what the other team's trying to exploit you at and being in a position to stop that. And, I mean, it comes down to everyone being on the same page, gap sound. And if all 11 guys, as a defense, like we were most of the uh, playoff run, if we're on the same page, we knew we were going to be pretty hard to beat. Yeah, it, so. it,
2: it looked like a perfectly orchestrated ballet out there. The the way you guys moved and fit pieces, or it would be against a run game, against the air raid uh, with Central Missouri, but it, it, that's one thing that really stood out to me.
9: Mm-hmm, yeah, so... I feel like our bond as a team, especially as a defense, uh, just because that's what I can speak on, but uh, we were all a really close group of guys, and we kind of we knew we had played with each other last year, and so coming back this year, it was almost all the same pieces, ex- minus a few uh, people here and there, but the core guys were uh, had already played, had 11 games under their belt, so just once we got to the playoffs, we had two full seasons under our belt, and it was, we, we were kind of, we, we were rolling, so...
1: Rick, I described, uh, you may remember this, I described Clark as about 5'8", 165, dripping wet. And I was reminding him of a play that happened against Grand Valley. Grand. We were talking with Nate about this a moment ago. Grand Valley was huge. Mm-hmm. It looked more like a Division One football team. It's what you were f- kind of familiar with seeing at Alabama, mm-hmm. and um, he came on a stunt. Around the left side, and he ran into the back of a, of a six foot five or three hundred twenty pound offensive tackle. Nate. I mean, and uh, Clark just kind of bounced off of him. And I'm thinking, holy smoke! But time after time after time, what kind of did you go through? Any kind of mental psych before the game, Clark? Because I mean, you seem to be on every tackle that was made out there on the field.
9: Yeah, I mean, I think my experience coming from Alabama, being around people of that size for so long, I mean, at a certain point, you just got to say, hey, you're your size, you can use it to your advantage if you really know how to to do it. So I felt like in in the bigger games, in the playoffs, they did have bigger offensive linemen. So being able to have that experience coming in and knowing how to use my body to maneuver around bigger guys, I feel like it was definitely uh, played a factor and helped me out a lot.
1: In the championship game against Colorado's School of the Mines, I'm not sure if it was third quarter. I think it was third quarter. There was a fourth and one. And it's from about the 25-yard line, your, mm-hmm. your 25-yard line. It's going to be a pivotal moment of the game. You shot the gap. You made the play. Kind of bring back... Kind of recall that play for us.
9: Yeah, so um, I think it was 14-7. Uh, I think there was three minutes left in the first half. Okay, in, first half. In first half, yes, sir. And they had just busted a big run for like 60 yards mm-hmm. down to about the 20-yard line. And uh, I think we stopped them on first, stopped them on second, and then third, I remember I was in on the play, and then fourth, I knew they were bringing in their heavy package. So, uh as soon as they brought in their heavy package, we brought in ours, and I mean, our heavy package. you I mean, if they had if they had
2: watched film all year, I mean, they they, they they would have known. They would have known that
9: that's probably not the best idea for them. But yeah, I think they they tried that tried going heavy on us twice, and I mean it it was so dead like there was nothing they could do and we just kind of stoned them on fourth down so yeah i felt like that was a really big play and then coming off on the sidelines i remember sitting over there i was like if we can score right here before half and get the ball back i mean it might as well be game over because i mean at the end of, at the end of the first half i kind of felt like our defense we had been not break. And after that first drive i felt like we just kind of had to settle in, and once we settled in, there wasn't much they could do, because we were all on the same page again, so.
2: Yeah, you you took my, really kind of took my question right there, that was really kind of the turning point where we kind of knew, like, these guys ain't going to come back from 14, or 17 points down, especially after Braden breaks that run, Mm. you guys really kind of knew, and it was really, you weren't on autopilot because you guys kept playing so hard in the second half. Yeah. carrying that intensity into the off season, knowing that what's next what's next year okay great you won one now you gotta stay there because now you're the hunted what's been the mentality so far in the last three weeks
9: um i think it's just finding the pieces going into next year to replace the guys that left because i mean we've got some good seniors that have left but i think with the people we have coming back i mean we, i mean we should be there again and we expect to be there and I mean, moving forward as a program, I mean, that's the standard. I mean, yeah.
2: They're... You put the nation on notice.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ask this of Nate, so I'll ask this of you. Uh, we often hear the term, oh, I love you after a championship game. I love my brothers and uh, so forth and so on. But you learned that, as Nate did, through the brotherhood. Mm-hmm. So what does it mean to you to be part of this brotherhood?
9: Yeah, I feel like the brotherhood—it just goes so much deeper than just football. Um, just, I mean, my favorite memories of being, most of my favorite memories of being at Bison are Friday nights before games, cooking out with my friends, like the on-the-field stuff, all the practices, the um, early mornings. I mean, it just just to be around a bunch of guys that really do love each other and want the best for each other. And then, I mean, all the people, all the supporters that we saw at the game. I mean the brotherhood just well, runs crazy the brotherhood <laughs> just runs so deep and all the all the old alumni that were there I mean you can tell like it's just a family around here so I mean it's been truly special to be a part of
2: tonight is a celebration and you're looking forward to it have, have you been fitted for a ring yet I have not
1: <laughs> I have not sir. Now did you win at least one if not two rings at Alabama
9: I won one my freshman year um, in Miami against Ohio State in the COVID year. And then we lost to Georgia my sophomore year in Indianapolis. So, yes, sir.
1: So, you do you ever strut that around? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs>
9: <laughs> stay in my room in a box. I, that, that goes
2: to the, to the kind of the humility of this team all season is, look, it's not about kind of what happened in the past. It's about what's now in front of us in the future,
9: right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
2: All right, Clark. When your
1: playing days are over, what's the plan? Coach? Go into business? What are you majoring in right now?
9: I'm um, majoring in business management. I want to go into like property development, real estate, so. Cool. Yes, sir. Will Searcy
1: be your home or do you head back to. Uh...
9: Um, I'll probably move back to Birmingham once I'm. Birmingham, Alabama, once I'm done playing. So. That's your home. Yes, sir. Yeah.
1: I can understand that totally. Um, Speaking of, uh, well, not speaking of, we learned this. I was texting back and forth with Coach Simmons, and I'm thinking, he's right here in Searcy. Well, come to find out, he's in Nashville, Tennessee, accepting the Coach of the Year honor. Yeah. And uh, so I'm thinking, okay, Paul, you know, he didn't. I I said, okay, I want Clark Griffin on. (laughs) I, I really want Clark on. And I never heard back from him. And I'm thinking, that's not like Paul not get back with me. Well, come to find out, he's you know he's, he's not here. He's got a, you know he's actually you know getting this great honor. What was it like to play for Coach Simmons? Because you play for Coach Saban, I'm not sure there's even any fragment of a comparison. But what was it like
9: playing for Coach Simmons? Um, I I love playing for Coach Simmons. I mean, he just he brings the energy every day, and there's no one more deserving than him to get the coach of the year award, just because of all the hard work that he puts in, his staff puts in, and I mean, just the way he's opened up his home to everyone on the team, and just truly does love us and cares for us. So there's no one more deserving for that award than he is. You may not
1: know this, you probably were focused on the game. I'm not sure. It may have been Lenore Ryan. And he knew the game, I'm sure, was well in hand. I'm watching Coach Simmons high-fiving all of those kids. Uh, They're in the bleachers on the right-hand <laughs> side right behind you. And I'm thinking, I mean, this is the head coach. And he's over there high-fiving and doing this. I mean, he was so relaxed, obviously felt so good about the outcome, but such a people person mm. is Coach Simmons.
9: Yes, sir, he really is. I mean, he can make friends with a stranger, and so um, he's he really can talk to anyone. And, I mean, I'm just honored that he's our coach, and he's here with me. He ben gets Cersei pretty fired us. up, does he, not? Yeah, he does, he does. <laughs> so.
1: All right, he arguably had – all right, I think we're into the break. Are we into the break, Damon?
2: I think we should be. It's injured. free. Come see us today and experience the Whit family promise. Stanley Wood Chevrolet Buick GMC in Batesville, just south of the airport. Online at stanleywoodchevrolet.com. We are professional grade.
3: Do you need Rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 8 888 8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 8 888 8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving our Kansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you,
7: Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Well, we wrapped up 2023. Now you got to start making those goals for 2024. How about starting with ending your joint pain? Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. Don't go another year compromising because of that joint pain in your knees, your back, or your shoulders, or maybe from an old injury. You need to call QC Kinetics now. They are the nation's leader in regenerative non-surgical pain relief. And you heard me right, non-surgical. They don't do drugs, they don't do surgery. And the best part, there's no downtime. Your body has exactly what you need to restore and repair that damaged joint tissue. The future of pain medicine has arrived, and QC Connects has thousands of Central Arkansas patients that are loving getting their life back. This is not a Band-Aid. This is a revolutionary treatment that can get you moving again, get your life back, and listen, there's no surgery involved. Call QC Connects today for a free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440.
10: After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning?
0: (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family.
7: Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See Shelter Agent Matt Warden in Little Rock, (laughs) Seth Hobbs in Bryant, or Nick Gennardi in Sherwood. Take your yard up to the next level with a caddy's touch landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour caddy, and his
2: landscape designs are inspired by some of the most Beautiful golf courses around the world call josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs flower beds a mess josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted the caddy's touch landscaping also installs french drains retaining walls and they'll even take care of your irrigation maintenance needs the caddy's touch landscaping call today 501-794-2770
0: Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Often imitated but never duplicated, this is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater of the Buzz Radio Network.
5: Welcome
1: back to Drive Time Sports. On the buzz, radio network, Rick Schaefer, Kevin Bohannon. I'm Randy Rainwater. We are now joined by my man, Neil Atkinson, by way of Saracen. Neil, did the national championship game last night between Michigan and Washington did it play out more or less as you expected? Um, from me on a
10: personal perspective, Standpoint, yeah, it played out like I expected. I thought Michigan was going to win that game. That's just me personally. The betting public thought the other way. The betting public did not do as well, at least here in Arkansas on Bet Saracen. We had a lot of heavier action on Washington, especially on the money line last night. And, uh, you know, early on, I think people kind of looked at that, and we had a lot of action in play, people hedging their bets. So, um, that was one of the, the the nice things about having the flash bets on that because we saw where a lot of people were taking advantage of that, and uh uh some of them you know got some recoup on that if they if they if they chose the other way but hey, the saddest thing is is that football season college football season is over for the year, so I guess we're going to have our withdrawal set from starting next week, but uh got a little n f l action left and then and of course we got uh, uh college basketball and n b a and hockey and and all that to look forward to. And I've got the line out on the Razorbacks versus Georgia tomorrow already. I went ahead and uh, pushed that out. And uh, do you know what it is? Uh, I'm scared to look. Georgia Bulldogs at home, favored by two and a half points. The over and under is a hundred and fifty and a half.
2: I would have said four and a half, but that, that's good. Two and a half, I jump on that. Yeah.
10: Yeah. So you can get if you're going to go with Arkansas, you can get them plus two and a half right now.
2: So, well, that uh, means then
10: that, everybody,
1: that, mean that Then that everyone should uh, look at the double R prop specials and know that that's the much better proposition?
10: Well, it, it possibly could be a proposition. That's why we play <laughs> the games. If all these games resulted on the lines that we put out there, it wouldn't be very, very interesting. So, uh, yeah, the double R props, have, have, they always have their potential. They always have their potential.
1: Uh, it's always a fun time, and certainly uh, there's a long way to go in this basketball season. Uh, I don't know if you've got anything up yet concerning the uh, odds or probability of making the tournament, but uh, uh, Arkansas has got some work ahead of themselves if they want to make it to the NCAA uh, national cha- uh, national tournament. So, a lot a lot yep. to be done there. All right, Neil. But there's a
10: lot of season left and we can turn it around. So uh see there what we can you do. Go. Good luck, everybody. Good luck, there everybody, you go. on your picks, and uh, may they be profitable for you.
1: There you go. That's Neil Atkinson by way of Sarison. Bet Go online to betSaracen.com. Better yet go get the app in the app store at BetSarison. Kevin, we have got the signal caller, the QB for the Harding Bison Cole Keelan. And Cole, you've had two years now directing this offense and a twenty four and two record as a starting quarterback. But I want you to look over to your left and I want you to look at that number over there that says six one six zero. Is that to you as a quarterback Is that as satisfying knowing that you directed the offense that has now set a national rushing record single season uh, for the Harding Bison
6: or Bisons? Uh, I'd
1: say the more. Well, let's do this. That might help. Let's get you turned on there. There you go. go.
6: I'd say the more satisfying stat is the 15 0 in the national championship, but it is a cool, like, cherry on top thing. I think it's a testament to all eleven guys on the field at once and it shows that there's a uh, no drop off between our ones twos threes because there's a lot of games where you know we'd probably play a half and then our twos and threes would finish it out and they'd have the same success that we'd have it's just a testament to our depth colt and you and i
2: talked about this previously uh... back when you were at harrison uh, i've known you since you were coming up playing baseball and the, the what, what team, the cyclones back in U trip uh, uh, I did not, I don't... Okay, all right. <laughs> Cole was an All-State baseball player, so I, I knew he pitching, pitching, uh, played first base, but his his freshman year he started, and then, he, of course, All-State. Did you ever think, coming out of Harrison, where you threw for over 3,000 yards, over 30 touchdowns, that you would come here and run the triple option offense?
6: Uh, well, I didn't even know I was going to play college football until I was going to try to play, like, yeah my junior year. Okay. I decided I wanted to try, and then, you know, had a pretty good senior year, and then, uh, didn't really give any looks as quarterback, and I just uh, I didn't really care the offense. I just wanted to go somewhere to compete and win. And you know, I think this shows with all the things we got going on here right now. I think it shows that I think I made a, made a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> what led you to Harding? Uh, I mean, as I said, the winning was probably you know my top on the list, and then the culture and the coaches. They they treat you right, and they're always going to coach you hard in a good way. And it's just uh, I think it's just a great place to be. I've asked
1: both um, Nate and uh, a moment ago Clark about the journey through the playoffs. You had the bye, opening round bye. Turned out maybe the game that ends up deciding how far you advance came within a block extra point. Could have gone to overtime. Who knows what happens then? But then talk about the journey through the playoffs.
6: Yeah, so uh, we start out, you know, Central Missouri. They'd. Uh high-power offense. I think they ended up averaging 600 yards a game on offense, and we just, uh, you know, it was a really hard challenge for our defense, and uh, not really so much for our offense, and we had to kind of keep it rolling, because they had a massive task on their hands, and then, you know, the blockers point, we got out of there with a victory, and then the next week, it was the complete opposite. You know, Grand Valley, offense didn't score till our last drive in the fourth quarter. Uh, defense played a perfect game, and then. Uh, We we found out, you know, you let us out of the region. You know, it's kind of smooth sailing from there. All right, Grand
1: Valley, I want to go back to that. I want to talk about the touchdown that you scored. How much of the ball did you actually get across that goal line? Because from my angle, and I was saying right behind the Grand Valley bench, right about the 50-yard line, it was hard to tell that you scored
6: yeah i was I was caught up in a lot of people I had the ball you know tucked and both of my elbows were over the goal line so i mean i had i was the whole ball was in the end zone it's just okay it okay. was i mean it was it was about the hardest six feet I've ever had to go though for sure <laughs> I, I man i mean they
1: they were stuffing the line of scrimmage they had the option played perfect. Uh, I mean, it was it was one heck of a defensive struggle that had to make the next week almost feel like a cakewalk.
6: Oh yeah, it was uh kind of going out there and scoring the first drive. I was like, man, it's like a sigh of relief, <laughs> like uh, back back to reality, like back to what we feel like a normal game would be like. And uh, yeah, I mean, just getting getting out of the region and then playing Lenore Ryan and just getting that big win, it just felt like, man, like we could we could actually do this. How?
1: underrated in your opinion is the great american conference
6: uh yeah i think it's actually very underrated because you know we're kind of looked down upon and i mean uh i mean i don't know i think just all of the conferences in super region three are just kind of maybe head and shoulders above the others because we you know we saw we played minds they're undefeated and it was just like i mean they were uh they're like a mid-level gack team when it comes to talent so i mean I don't know. It's just I think I think the Great American Conference deserves some respect after this year.
1: Henderson, Washita, I mean, those are some battles. Those are some games that go down to the final uh, buzzer. And I thought, you know, outside of, of Grand Valley, which is the bully. I mean, mm-hmm. this is the team that uh, if you really want to get into the semis and then onto the national championship, you got to get past probably Grand Valley year in year out.
6: Uh, yes, sir. Like Henderson OBU, I mean, they just know they play us every year, so they know how to play the option. They know how, they know what they're going to do. They know what we want to do. So, and that's always like, it's not. I don't think it's labeled as a rivalry, but it's a rivalry. Like there's always uh, conflict between the oh, players. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it incurred I mean, it just there's a fire in that game that's different than the others. And then, yeah, talking about Grand Valley, I mean, we I mean we we want to see them again. We didn't play well on offense at all, and uh, they did some good things, but. If we see him again, you know, I didn't play my best. I mean, I would love to have another chance at him. Kevin, I,
1: I I don't know the style of offense you played in in
2: high school. My junior year, I ran with Harding runs. We ran the triple shoot. But the
1: problem I could see as a quarterback, you very rarely get to throw the football. So, Cole, did you sometimes almost get overhyped when you knew you had a chance to throw the ball?
6: Oh, yeah. There's uh, our strength coach, Coach Greg, my freshman year, he was like, you know, I, I know every time we're going to throw the ball because I check my band, I check it again, I check it again, and I look and I check it again. So, Are you sure? Yeah. I'm glad they didn't pick up that signal, the opposing team. So congratulations on the national championship.
1: The original
0: you. Jersey Boys, Frankie Valley of the Four Seasons, coming to the theater at simmons bank arena saturday night january 27th frankie valley and the four seasons tickets are now on sale
8: at ticketmaster.com don't miss frankie valley and the four seasons the